President Biden is wanting to increase the IRS's budget by $80 billion. Why? So that they will have enough manpower to go after those not paying their tax debt. Well, just because you owe tax debt, that doesn't mean you can afford to pay the tax debt. Find out on this episode of Tax Problem Solve how to resolve your tax debt without paying a dime. I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. So when you owe the IRS, well, once you determine that you do owe the IRS what you owe them, you know that your main options will be penalty abatements, offers in compromise, installment agreements, or partial pay installment agreements. How you get to resolving your IRS debt without paying a dime is another resolution option called currently not collectible or uncollectible or non-collectible status. And that's what we'll talk about today. We'll talk about how to get to that uncollectible status so you won't have to pay the IRS a dime. So let's break that down. Let's talk about what is this non-collectible status. All it is is saying, hey, IRS, I know I owe you some money. I know that you want me to pay a certain dollar amount each month since I can't afford to pay you a lump sum. But guess what, IRS? I don't have the money to pay you anything. I cannot pay you a dime. Once you get placed in this uncollectible status, then the IRS cannot come after you for a certain period of time. They will not be able to garnish your wages. They won't be able to levy your bank accounts. They still can put a lien on your assets, but they can't sell off anything. They won't be knocking on your door. You still owe the money but you are placed in a status where the IRS leaves you alone for a certain period of time. Now, the certain period of time is temporary, but with a strategy, that period of time may become permanent and you will not owe the IRS a dime on that debt. So how can we even get a taxpayer to this uncollectible status? Well, the IRS looks at a few things. They look at your income, they look at your expenses, and they look at how many people depend on your income, okay? The IRS has a specific code, if you will. They have some standards, things that they look for. What are those things? They look for how much you are paying in basic living expenses, okay? When I say basic, I'm talking about food, I'm talking about shelter, I'm talking about transportation, I'm talking about insurance, childcare, student loans, things like that. 
What I'm not talking about is your Netflix and chill, your vacations, your gym memberships, your self-care. The IRS does not care about your self-care. The IRS doesn't care that you like to swipe your card and buy everything off of Amazon. That is not considered a basic living expense. Okay. So the IRS looks at how much money you bring into your household each month. The IRS will look at how many people depend on that money each month. And based off of that, they have standards that they've come up with and they've just recently changed those standards. But they have dollar amounts attached to how much is acceptable for food, clothing, utilities, transportation, medical, and things like that. Now, everybody's standard can be different based off of a few things. Again, if you have dependents, your standards will be different. If you have more dependents, your standard will be higher. If you have certain things like a mortgage, if you have rent, if you have a car note versus public transportation. Also, it depends on where you live in the United States, because we all know that the cost of living in different cities are higher than others. So in order for you to qualify for this uncollectible status, the IRS looks at those things. The IRS looks at your monthly income and your monthly allowable living expenses based off of who you claim. So who depends on your money as well as those expenses that you have for housing, transportation, utilities, food, etc. So once you tally up your expenses and you determine that those expenses are more than the income that you have coming in. And remember, no Netflix, no Amazon, no vacations, just pure housing, utilities, transportation, food, medical expenses, things like that, student loans, child care. Once you tally those up, and if those expenses are more than your income, then you qualify for non-collectible status. Sometimes when applying for the status, the IRS will say, okay, you're telling me this is what you qualify for, but now we need proof. And guys, just let me tell you in advance, you want to make sure that you can prove that your expenses are more than your income. You do not want to mess with the IRS. Here are four critical things you need to know before you request uncollectible status. Number one, if 
you as the taxpayer withhold relevant information or if you provide false information to the IRS to try to get into the status, guess what? You could be criminally prosecuted. So you never want to skew those numbers. The IRS has a way to find out a lot of things. They don't take putting you into uncollectible status lightly. Number two, the limitation period will continue to run during the uncollectible status. So you will still owe the debt. The clock will continue to tick, which is a good thing. But when the statute of limitation ends, so does the tax debt. So conceivably, you could end up not owing the IRS because the clock has run out on the IRS to collect on the debt. Number three, if you find that you owe both federal and state debt, the state that you live in might have stricter laws than the IRS does, okay? So where the IRS may not review your account for a year or more, your state might review your financial situation with more frequency. For example, IRS one year, every other year, your state might review your financial situation every six months. And by the way, whatever you tell one agency, IRS, in one period, you must tell the state agency the same thing. These agencies talk to each other. So you have to tell the truth. You have to be above board with both. Number four, once you are approved for this non-collectible status, it's not a true get out of jail free card. What do I mean by that? You will still have to make sure that in all subsequent years, you do not accrue new tax liabilities. Now, what does that look like? Let's say you get placed in uncollectible status for tax year for today, okay? When you prepare your taxes for next year, if you owe the IRS and you don't pay the IRS by the payment deadline, then you may be kicked out of your uncollectible status. Now, Sometimes the IRS will ask you, they might send you a letter to say, hey, we are requesting updated information. If you don't get them that updated information by the deadline that they want it, and you have not paid your new taxes on time, you could be kicked out of uncollectible status. And guess what you'll have to do? You will have to go through the whole process all over again. You will have to show proof of all the things that you gathered for them a year prior to. 
And this has happened, guys. So you want to make sure and monitor your tax account, even though you are in uncollectible status. Monitor your tax accounts. The IRS will send you a letter each year. You want to make sure and open the letters. Don't assume, oh, I'm on uncollectible status. Don't assume that everything is okay. Open the letters, okay? So those are four critical aspects that you need to keep in mind when you are approved for uncollectible status. So guys, that's all the time that I have today. Hopefully I've shed some light on your qualifications of uncollectible status. Just know that with a comprehensive review of your financial situation, any qualified, licensed, experienced professional will be able to help you determine whether or not you're eligible. If you don't have a licensed, experienced tax professional that can assist you with determining if you're eligible for this uncollectible status, please feel free to reach out to us for a complimentary confidential tax relief chat at www.callthetaxpro.com. That's www.callthetaxpro.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really enjoy all of the comments that I get on a regular basis. So that means I must be helping someone out and that brings me so much joy. I am Deltrice Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. Till next time, bye y'all.